Hello and welcome to another episode of the James Grandstrom podcast, Super Soul Model Series. Today's episode is how to make decisions that are for your highest good. Welcome back to the podcast, Super Soul Model Series. Everything on this show is designed to help uplift you and inspire you and help you tune in to your natural state of well-being. Because when you tap into your natural state of well-being, that's where all the magic happens. Making decisions is key to your well-being. So I'm very excited to share with you today's strategies and how to make decisions that are for your highest good. Because years ago, I used to be an absolute control freak and didn't even realise that I was a control freak because I was trying to man-manage literally everything I was doing. And it was only when I was like, understood that the universe could also do things for me, that I had this sort of eyes in the sky that could guide me a bit like an eagle eyes view. It's the infinite intelligence that is working through each and every one of us that's pumping the blood that's um, creating the ebbs and flows around the oceans, that's creating the planets moving in its trajectory is also trying to help you. But the question is, are you asking it to help you? And when you get in harmony with this and you become in sync with this wonderful energy of well-being, then what's gonna happen is the universe is gonna sort you out, the universe has got your back and you can work in concert with this wonderful energy that exists within you that will keep you healthy, will keep you happy and will keep you well. So when you become in sync with this universal energy, this infinite intelligence, what happens is you can ask it to do things for you and help you make amazing decisions. And so a lot of the techniques I'm gonna share with you on today's show are based on some of my trials and tribulations of what's worked and what hasn't worked. And when they have worked, I've gone, right, I'm gonna do that again. So a lot of this is all about your previous programming before you rewire yourself with the understanding that there's this um, infinite intelligence working for you, this universal life force working for you. And when you become in harmony with that and when you become in sync with that, you now become a really powerful human being and you start to awaken to your relationship with something far bigger than just your physical form. You have this relationship with life itself that's pulsating and living and breathing. That there is something more than just you and your physical form. You've got your mind, which is how you think and how you can receive good ideas and being strategic. And then you've got your body, which is your vessel to help you get around. And then you have your soul. And your soul is always really happy once you feel a sense of personal satisfaction, once you feel a personal sense of freedom, growth and joy. And if you're not feeling freedom, growth and joy, your soul is not feeling satisfied. So that's what the purpose of this podcast is and particularly today's episode. So decision making can be done in a couple of different ways. But decision making, or should I say the word decision, comes from the Latin word, the root word decire, which means to cut off, which means... I'm now making a choice and I cut off any other eventualities other than going with this choice or decision. So that's where the word decision comes from in the, the English dictionary. And when you make a decision, what that does is it breeds more clarity in your life. So if you are constantly reacting to your day about what's happening, what's happening on the news, something that someone says to you, a phone call, you know, as soon as the phone rings, you pick it up straight away. Every little decision that you make is either an action or a reaction. And I mean, an action is I'm going to decide to do that or a reaction, which is a knee jerk response. And when you choose to come from taking an action, which is what I call a response, rather than a reaction, which is a knee jerk reaction, 
what happens is, is you breed more well-being, you breed more clarity, you breed more focus. I'll give you a little example of what I mean by that. Sometimes having lunch and suddenly the phone rings. I often put my phone on silent during lunch nowadays because what that, what that does means is that I'm giving this time period to spend time eating a meal either with myself or someone I love or that I'm sharing a meal with and so I can give them my full undivided attention. But if I have my phone with me, what I'm allowing that to do is to interrupt potentially a good meal, interrupt a fluid conversation. That will breed anxiety in the long run. The reason being is because you're constantly reacting to life. And so when I began meditating, I realized I became less reactive and more responsive, meaning that I would start to consciously create how I wanted to you know, eat my meals, which was I wanted to have some gentle music playing, sit in a beautiful environment, have nice plates, create a delicious food, lots of colors, and just have this lovely ambience and this wonderful feeling when I'm having a meal because I want those meal times to feel like good times. I want meal times to feel like sacred times because I know that it's nourishing my body and it was also nourishing my nervous system when I'm relaxed and calm. And if I have the phone there bothering me or potentially there to interrupt me whilst I'm having a meal, what I'm doing is, is I'm allowing life to interrupt my flow. So that is a conscious decision I make before I have a meal. So something to consider. Any time that you are doing something that's important to you, are you going to allow your phone to interrupt you? Or are you going to choose to maybe put it on silent just for the five, 10 minutes or 15 minutes that you have your lunch or your dinner? Because if you do allow it to interrupt you, what that's saying is, is you're allowing life to interrupt you from your own flow and your own choice making. Because the more conscious you become, the more well-being you will experience. And conscious in this, in this instance means that you are able to make clear decisions based upon what you value most. So whatever you value most is what you will choose to do. And when you value something, you'll make a decision. And that decision means I will cut off any other things. And so for me, when I try to make decisions that are for my highest good is, is it for the people I care about? Is the choice going to be for my highest growth in my business? Is my the choice going to be for my highest growth and well-being in my personal health? You know, is it for the people that matter to me? Is it for myself, for self-care? And is it for something that's going to be of great value? Now, only you can choose to do that. But the key thing is, is whatever you value the most is where you're going to make your decisions. And if you don't value it, you won't make a decent decision. So how do you make a decision that is for your highest good? The decision that you need to make that is for your highest good is, do I feel enthused by doing this activity right now versus not? So this is based upon flow versus force. So if you have an activity that you need to do, maybe it's to create a new profit and loss account sheet, or maybe it's to do your taxes. The best way to make a decision for your highest good is to ask yourself the question, will this choice bring me happiness or will this choice bring me, will this choice bring me anything from relief and higher or will this choice make me feel worse? And the answer to that is if it's going to make you feel good, then it's a good decision. And so if you understand the universe, if you understand that there's this benevolent force looking out for you, Einstein said this quote. So Einstein said this quote, he said, one of the greatest questions you can ever ask yourself 
is this universe a friendly place? And that is based upon your own perspective. And if you ask yourself, is this universe a friendly place? Then you have feet to stand on when you're asking this question. How can I make a decision that is for my highest good? So making decisions that are for your highest good requires a skill. And that skill, number one, is being able to listen to yourself. When you're able to listen to yourself, when you're able to listen to the feedback, the, the emotions that you feel inside your body, that will give you an indication about whether that choice is right for you or not. Sometimes it's, shall I go and see that person or not? You'll feel like a little rush or a little sort of flutter thinking inside of your body, that feels right or it doesn't feel right. You know, only you can tell. Your body is a feedback mechanism of emotions and your emotions will tell you whether something is right for you or not. So you have to become skilled at the art of listening to the feedback that the emotions that you're feeling when you're thinking them when you need to make a decision. For instance, today, um, before I recorded this podcast, I needed to go to about five or six different shops, take my mum around, do loads of different things, quite a lot of things to do on the list. And then the last thing just felt like, I cannot believe I'm going to do that. But I asked myself the question, if I do that activity, is there going to be a great benefit in me doing that? And even though I was tired, even though I was hungry, even though that I wanted to come back home and I'd been out for like three hours, I said to myself, I will go and do that if it's for my highest good. And I, and I chose not to beat myself up for doing this last activity if it didn't go my way. And do you know what happened? That activity was so beneficial. It took me 13 minutes to do. I went into a shop, bought something that I knew I needed that was going to benefit not only my life, my business and the well-being of others in the long run. So those little choices that you make, if you can make them from a position of, is it going to benefit me and other people? Then you know it's for your highest good. And if it's not for your highest good, it's not going to benefit anybody. Making decisions that for your highest good, number one, means that you need to learn to listen to yourself. And then number two, ask yourself the question, is this decision going to bring me happiness? Is this decision going to create a sense of well-being for me? Because if it is, then it's the right decision. So number three, the art of listening to other people versus listening to yourself. Having people that you really trust and care about and having their opinions will allow you to recognise whether that is a truth within you or not. Because decision making that is for your highest good is built on trust and it's built on faith. And that is an unseen um, quality that is within every, every single human being. So can you listen to what your mother has to say? Can you listen to what your father has to say or your brother or your sister? Because if you can listen to what they have to say and you're going, freedom, growth and joy, is this decision going to make me feel any of those three? Because that is super, super important. Because your level of well-being increases when you feel expansive and your level of well-being decreases when you feel as though it's not taking you to any of those three qualities of freedom, growth and joy. So I've read a book years ago, it's called Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. And we men are like the hunter-gatherers in biologically installed within us. There's this uh, need to want to be a hunter and gatherer and also to protect the female. And the female is from Venus and she is the 
the goddess of beauty and the goddess of love and also her main quality is to want to nurture and so listening to a female in your life if you're a ma if you're a male um, is really important because although sometimes it feels as though you may feel as though you're being nagged by a female actually they are sharing with you their level of nurturing and sometimes for men we find it very difficult to be able to be open to that level of nurturing within ourselves um, so being able to learn that and, and feel that from a feminine aspect is so, so important. And if you're a female listening to that, then learning to, to protect and learning to provide and learning to feel that strength that a man wants to do, which is to um, take care of the female energy, to take care of the feminine aspect. That is naturally and biologically inbuilt within the masculine energy. So one is nurture and the other is protection. And so Never feel bad when a man is always trying to give you a solution because when you're trying to feel the solution, it means he's trying to protect you and help you, even though that sometimes the female just wants to be heard and the man just wants to be appreciated. So the main takeaway from men are from Mars, women are from Venus, is that if you're a male, it's good to listen to the female. And if you're a female, it's good to listen to the male. But Make your decisions that are for your highest good to, to understand their perspective because sometimes they can see something more than you can. And in doing so, when you extend that vulnerability, when you extend that, that level of yourself where you're allowing someone to come in and help you, what that, what's that sharing is, is that you're allowing yourself to be open to all sorts of possibilities, which really creates a sense of well-being in your life. And people want to feel loved, want to feel needed. And so when you ask people for their help and their advice on making some types of different decisions, what that means is, is that you're opening up your human family to other people. But it's very important to have both uh, friends that are both male and female, because they'll have a different perspective about how you can um, make better decisions so making decisions is based on listening, it's based on trust and extending your trust into other people and learning. But the key thing is, is to be able to listen to the emotions that you feel within yourself. Emotions are indicators based on how you're thinking and how you're feeling. So emotions are your feedback is depleting and you want to always make decisions that are for your highest good based on your level to feel better as a result of making a decision because anything that you really want or anything that you're choosing to do is for one main reason that you will think you will feel better in the making that decision and sometimes you're going to feel tired you're going to feel resistant you're going to feel like i don't want to do that and maybe that is a good time not to do anything maybe you make a decision that i'm just going to rest today instead of work out today so you can allow your body to recharge because remember the key thing is is freedom growth and joy and if you're making your decisions based on those three principles which are the tenant of your well-being you'll always make decisions that are for your highest good so in the back of your mind whenever you're making a decision is this food for my highest good is it going to fill me up is it going to look after me is it going to nourish my body is it going to nourish me then that's a good decision if it's not then it isn't it's really pretty simple there's a bit of there's a bit of black and white going on here because if it's for your highest good if it's for your greatest good you're either going to learn from it or you're going to grow from it or it's going to make you feel much better in doing so anything 
that is short-lived or instantaneous, like instant gratification, which is what I used to have. I'll buy that and that will sort me out for the afternoon. That is very unfulfilling and that is not for your highest good. Things that are for your highest good have longevity in them. Things that are for your highest good have win-win scenarios in them. So think about that. Anything that's for your highest good when it comes to making a decision has a win-win in it. If it's just I win, you lose, that means you're creating separatedness and there's no expansion in there and there's no growth in there. The only growth that you will have if you do make that decision is that you will learn that you won't want to do that again and come back and, and make decisions based on if this is a win-win. Whenever you're acting out of love, whenever you're acting, um, you know, from this position of what would love do now? I remember reading that in a book by um, Neil Donald Walsh. What would love do now? That's a great question to ask yourself. And if you're asking yourself that question before you need to go and take some sort of action, then that decision will be for your highest good. Because that love that exists within you, that you are, will make the right choice. Your heart knows how to guide you. Your mind can guide you. But it's your heart really that magnetizes you to that special feeling of true well-being. Um, the mind is very, very um, analytical and it, and it helps you make good choices and it can help you make good decisions. And it breeds clarity the more decisions that you make. And it's OK to make a, a few wrong decisions. But I guess the key thing is, is decision making, the more you make them, the more decisions that you make the more clarity that you have and the more focused you become. Because as teenagers and as you're growing up, you're kind of like going, let's just see what happens. Let's just see what happens. At some point, you get out of that and you're going realising that you don't want to follow the crowd. You want to follow yourself. And I always recommend that you find your own way and you skip to your own beat. Because when you skip to your own beat and you're following your own ideas and you're following your own heart, that creates such a sense of vitality, such a sense of energy, such a sense of passion. Passion is bred by people who are clear about what it is they want. And the more little decisions that you make, the more clarity you have about where it is that you want and where it is you're going to go. So think about what's important to you. Ask what love would do and ask yourself, is this going to make me feel freedom, growth and joy? Because if it is, boom, then that is going to be for my highest good. And that's how you can approach literally anything in your life when it comes to decision making on a day to day basis. It will give you a lot of freedom and don't feel like you have to man manage literally everything. Like I need to do this, I need to do this, I need to do this. Is this choice or decision that I'd make right here, right now for my highest good? Is it going to make me feel any of these three things? Because if it isn't, just give it a little while, settle down, have a little break, recenter, reset and then come back and have a look. To make decisions from a place where you are out of your centre is a very unproductive space to make those decisions from because they will just only backfire. It's great to make your decisions based when you know you're in the flow, when you know you're in the zone, when you know you're, you've got the green lights going on in your life. Because when you've got the green lights going on in your life, that's the time to make the phone call. That's the time to send the email. That's the time to create that project. That's the time to make that music. And when you're not, just back off, give yourself 15 minutes, reset, recenter. Maybe it's a meditation. Maybe it's have a little nap. Maybe it's go for a walk. Maybe it's have a little bite to eat and have a little tea or coffee or something that's going to recharge you. And then in doing so, make a new decision from this higher plateau of thinking and feeling. 
because that is when you're really, really productive and the results that will come back will be for your highest good. Because otherwise you're just banging around in an unproductive zone, which is less than your center spot. We're always fascinated by people who are centered and steady because they're really, really consistent. And to external people, it may seem a bit dull that they're consistent, but you love watching people like Roger Federer and Nadal and Djokovic who are so consistent at winning. Why are they so consistent at winning? Because they're steady and they know how to come back when they've been up against it. And you're no different because it's all about the decision-making, these little instinctive decisions that if I keep it simple, then I've got a chance to come back into this game. And with you, you could be thinking, if I keep it simple and I make these little decisions and I know it's going to create a win-win and I know it's going to offer me freedom, growth and joy, then I've got a chance that this is going to, going to be for my highest good. And the answer to that is, of course, it's going to be because you're coming from that perspective. Ask the question before you make a decision and you will notice that you'll have this fuel of positive energy underneath you, backing you as you make the decisions throughout your day. The more decisions that you make, the more focused you will become. And the more focused you will become, the more of a powerful force you'll be in your life and in the world and in the people around you. The people who say that they're indecisive are the people that are fearful to make decisions. Um, they're fearful because in case they get it wrong and they're fearful because they don't want to be judged for making a bad decision. Being indecisive is only uh, a problem because people have just allowed other people to make decisions for them all their life. Because, you know, maybe it's a parent that's always made the decisions for you. A good parent is someone who will be able to encourage their children to make decisions for themselves and allow them to make mistakes so that they can then fine tune those those errors and those experiences to to make better decisions going forward. I mean, my, all my life is I've made loads of series of like bad decisions and then I realised I was like, I want to make better decisions. I want to find a way that works. And this is the strategy that I'm sharing with you, how I managed to sort of turn my gauge around and get things working out in my favour again. Um, I say again, in my adult life, I've just noticed that things just started working out so much better when I started making decisions based on this freedom, growth and joy principle underneath, um, you know, is this decision for my highest good? Um, maybe it's like, I'm going to take a new job. Maybe it's I'm going to choose this food. Any decision that's going to help you feel expansive, any decision that's going to make you feel um, focused and fresh and energized is a great decision. And sometimes a decision that's going to make you feel relief is a great decision. But when it's going to not, not create any win-win in your life or someone else's, then obviously that's no good for anybody. So in closing, the key thing to making decisions that are for your highest good is number one, to be able to listen to yourself. Number two, know that there's this universal force guiding you and, and to tune into it and trust it. Um, number three, freedom, growth and joy. Ask every question, is this going to be for my freedom, growth and joy if I need to make a, a serious decision right now? Do I go to this university? Do I not go to this university? Do I choose this subject? Do I not choose that subject? Or do I buy this car? Don't I buy this car? You know, all of that is if it's going to make you feel elated, if it's going to make you feel really good and it's going to create a win-win and it's not going to cause you any serious resistance, then then that's a possibility you've got to consider. But only your body will give you the feedback. Your body is the feedback mechanism via your emotions that will let you know whether that choice is for your highest good or not. 
The only person who can ever truly tell you is yourself. So in closing, learn to trust yourself. Skip to your own beat and follow your own heart and listen to other people, particularly the people you trust and listen to what they have to say. And again, then go back to your body, listen to your body and go, does that feel right? Does that make me feel freedom, growth and joy? And if it doesn't, then, you know, maybe maybe I, my body's going to tell me, my mind's going to tell me, my heart's going to tell me what's right for me. The only person who can tell you what's right for you is your good self. So listen to it. Trust yourself. Trust that life is working in your favour. And if something doesn't happen for you straight away when you make a decision, doesn't mean it won't work out later. There's a delay sometimes in what you want and what happens. And that's a good thing because there's a growth period between what you want and what you will receive. And that growth period, again, is how you know that things will be working out for you for your highest good. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Listening um, to yourself is perhaps the most profound thing you can do. And you can do that when you learn to meditate a lot more clearly. You will be able to listen to the subtle inner nudges that you get when you begin to quiet your mind every day. So I've created this course. It's called Seven Ways to Meditate in Seven Days. It's free and it's on my website. So if you're looking to meditate and you want to know how to meditate and reap the benefits from meditation, then go check out my course. Uh, go sign up for it. It's free and you'll, you'll get a new way to meditate every single day. And it's based on your learning senses, whether you're visual, auditory or kinesthetic. How you learn is how you'll realise what meditation will work best for you. That's why some people find it very difficult to understand what meditation can do for you because they've been taught maybe a technique that doesn't work with their learning senses. And that's why I've created this free video course for you to understand that a meditation will work, but it's even more powerful when you find out what sense that you are more predominantly having, whether it's visual, auditory or kinesthetic. And then you pick the one that's best for you and run with that. Meditation is powerful. Meditation has literally transformed my life and it will transform yours uh, when you are consistent in it. And all it just takes is just a five minutes every single day and then maybe increase it after a little while. We are such creatures of habit. So allow to give yourself this self-care habit. I call it soul brushing every single day and you'll realise that little by little, amazing things will begin to happen and you'll unlock areas of your mind and areas of your brain and areas of your life will begin to improve so significantly you'll be like well why didn't I do that before and the answer is you just needed to get started and not only that you just needed to become consistent if you can brush your teeth then you can sit down and meditate every single day it's no different it just requires you giving yourself that space and when you give yourself that space that's when you will be able to tap into your natural state of well-being on a daily basis and you'll benefit from that. And so will so many other people just from being around this beautiful energy that you'll exude and you'll be uh, emotionally outputting. Anyway, you can check that on my website. It's jamesgranstrom.com. And if you have anybody that you think you could share it with who will benefit, please send it to them as well. The quicker you start meditating, the quicker your life will begin to improve. I hope you've enjoyed today's show. And as always, I wish you green lights all the way.